This is Daily Devotion, episode 56, Exodus chapter 9. Welcome to Daily Devotion. This is Cynthia Martin, your host. Our goal each broadcast is to read the Word of God, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. So today we're going to be talking about Exodus chapter 9. We're also going to be reading out of the Bible in the basic English version. All right, let's get started. This is what... Then the Lord said to Moses, go into Pharaoh and say to him, this is what the Lord, the God of Hebrews says, let my people go so that may go, they may go and worship him. If you will not let them go, but still keep them in your power, then the hand of the Lord will be put on your cattle in the field, on the horses and, and the asses, on the camels, on the herds and in the flocks and a very evil disease. And the Lord will make a division between the cattle of the Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and there will be no loss of any cattle of Israel. And the time was fixed by the Lord, and he said, tomorrow the Lord will do this thing in the land. And on the day after the Lord did, as he said, causing the death of all the cattle of Egypt, but there was no loss of the cattle of Israel. And Pharaoh sent and got word that there was no loss in any of the cattle of Israel. But the heart of Pharaoh was hard, and he did not let the people go. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take your hand in your hand, a little dust from the fire and let Moses send it in a shower up to the heaven before the eyes of Pharaoh. And it will become a small dust over all the land of Egypt and will be a skin disease bursting out in wounds on man and beast throughout all the land of Egypt. So they took some dust from the fire and placing themselves before Pharaoh, Moses sent it out on a shower up to heaven. And it became a skin disease bursting out on a man and on beast. And the wonder workers were not able to take their places before Moses because of the disease, for the disease was on the wonder workers and on all the Egyptians. And the Lord made Pharaoh's heart hard, heart hard, and he would not give ear to them, as the Lord said. And the Lord said to Moses, get up early in the morning and take your place before Pharaoh and say to him, this is what the Lord God of the Hebrew says, let my people go so that they may give me worship. For this time I will send all my punishment on yourself and on your servants and on your people so that you may see there is no other like me in all the earth. For if I had put my full weight of my hand on you and your people, you have been cut off from the earth. But for this reason, I have kept from you destruction to make clear to you my power so that my name may be honored through all the earth. Are you still lifted up? Are you still lifted up in pride against my people so you will not let them go? Truly tomorrow about this time I will send down an ice storm such as, as never was in Egypt from its earliest days till now. Then send quickly and get your cattle and all you have from the fields for if any man or beast in the field has not been put under cover, the ice storm, storm will come down on them with destruction. And everyone among the servants of Pharaoh who had the fear of the Lord made his servants and cattle come quickly into the house. And he who gave no attention to the word of the Lord kept his servants and his cattle in the field. And the Lord said to Moses, now your hand be stretched out to heaven so there may be an ice storm on all the land of Egypt, on any man, on any beast, and every plant of the field throughout all the land of Egypt. And Moses put out his rod to heaven 
And the Lord sent thunder and an ice storm of fire running down on the earth. And the Lord sent an ice storm on the land of Egypt. So there was an ice storm with fire running through it, coming from down with great force, such as never was in all the land of Egypt from the time when it began as a nation. Throughout all the land of Egypt, the ice storm came down on everything that was in the fields, on man and on beast, and every green plant was crushed and every tree of the field broken. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, there was no ice storm. Then Pharaoh sent for Moses and said to them, I have done evil this time. The Lord is upright and I and my people are sinners. Make a prayer to the Lord for there has been enough of these thunderings of God in this ice storm and I will let you go and keep you no longer. And Moses said, when I am gone outside the town, my hands will be stretched to the, to the Lord. The thunders and the ice storm will come to an end so that you may see that the earth is the Lord. But as for you and your servants, I am certain now, even now the fear of the God, Lord God has not been in your hearts. And the flax and the barley were damaged, for the barley was almost ready to be cut, and the flax was in flower. But the rest of the grain plants were undamaged, for they had not come up. So Moses went out of the town and stretching out his hands, made a prayer to God, and the thunders and the ice storms came to an end, and the fall of rain was stopped. But when Pharaoh saw that the land and the ice storm and the thunders were ended, he went on sinning and made his heart hard and his servants. And the heart of Pharaoh was hard, and he did not let the people go, as the Lord had said, by the mouth of Moses. So here we have a picture of a, a few more uh, plagues that the Lord sent on, on uh, the, the land of Egypt. And I would like to um, bring out when I when we're looking through this verse today that, um, you know, God gives us, as I had said before, he gives us many chances to repent and he he he, he does. And so on the this is the fifth plague for we had the Nile, we then that which was a sign. And we have frogs, lice, flies or insects and hail. Now this is the fifth plague which begins with the cattle and the animals. Um, as we, the livestock, they had a goddess called Hathor, H-A-T-H-O-R. She was considered a mother goddess or a fertility god again. You can see a theme here, but it was in an, in an image of a cow. So when um, God sent a plague against the cows, he was again making a judgment against their um, their goddess. So also God had already separated. We saw in chapter eight that none would come on Israel. And here we see again that none of these judgments or this plague is coming on the cattle in Israel. So um, I saw also that um, God is now he's given them another chance, right? He's given them like five chances, five, possibly even six, maybe even more than that. But we know that there's been five or six chances because we had the Nile, the frogs, the lice, the flies, the hail, and now the cattle. God gives him that choice to repent and change, but he doesn't. And so, you know, the, the Egyptians so looked on these cows as uh, sacred that I saw in one commentary that other armies would use cows to storm ahead of their army because the Egyptians would not kill them because they thought that they were sacred. So God puts this plague on their cows, but Israel's heart, or excuse me, Pharaoh's heart was hardened again. And um, he got word and he heard that there had been no losses in Israel, but he still hardened his heart. And then we see that uh, Moses pronounces a skin disease on man and beast. So now it's beginning to affect people. So 
other uh, interpretations or other um, Bibles will say boils. Um, what it means is to burn, boils or burning, a swelling and painful skinful, skin inflammation on man and beast. You know, the wonder workers or the magicians were not able to duplicate this. And the scripture says that they were not able to take their place. Other uh, versions say they were not able to stand because of the boil. So not only has God put a judgment or a plague on the animals and uh, brought insects and frogs and all the things that he has done, he has now even struck the priests, the magic workers, the magicians, the ones who stood as the occultic symbols for Egypt. They are now struck as well as other men and uh, Egyptians. And so... God is showing, look, I'm stronger. And the magicians, they they even take note uh, that this is not something that they can do. And so Her uh, Pharaoh again hardens his heart. Um, he would not give ear to them. And, you know, you just sometimes you wonder. But, you know, you know we, we, we make a judgment because we're looking. But um, we do this all the time. We really do. And so in verse 15, for if I he, he's telling Pharaoh, through uh, Moses and Aaron, that he could have put his full weight against the Egyptian people and they'd have been cut off from the earth, but he didn't. He did this because he first he gave them uh, a play, uh, time to repent, but also he wanted them to be clear and he wanted the earth to be clear that he was God, that his name would be honored throughout all the earth. In uh, this scripture, he also asks, he says, are you still lifted up in pride? Well, let's think about pride. You know, sometimes even when we see people who are so encased in pride, they just cannot turn themselves, even though they see and they know that things are going to happen. They will not in their pride relent. So we see here in as the scripture goes on in 18, that it is said that there's going to be an ice storm. And they're even given a warning that this is going to happen. And they and everything that Moses and Aaron had said to this point had happened. And he gives him about this time tomorrow, he's going to send an ice storm. So he says, you know, get your get your fields, up, get your cattle out, get your servants out and get them undercover because this ice storm is going to come. And when this ice storm comes, it comes with fire. Can you imagine what ice that would be raining with fire? That would just be just, I don't know, terrible, I guess, as you would think about it. But some didn't believe and they left their animals out and their servants out. And of course, the scripture says there was devastation. But those who had brought theirs in would be. So is this a foretelling of those who come under? I don't know. That was just, you know, that's just. Um, so God, again, gives all these. But then we we see here that Moses starts to begin to see. Okay, this guy is not going to relent. In verse 30, it says, uh, the scripture says, but as for you, when um, Pharaoh comes and he looks like he's going to repent again. So Moses says, okay, I'm going to ask that the ice storm be stopped. But he says in verse 30, but as for you and your servants, I'm certain that even now the fear of the Lord will not be in your hearts. Moses' eyes are beginning to see. He's beginning to learn that discernment. This is not going to happen. He, Pharaoh is never going to relent and let us go uh, on his own. It's going to have to be something drastic. And he knows not to believe the repentance of Pharaoh. You know, there's several times in scripture that we see people who will come and it'll appear that they will repent. Do you know anybody who has appeared to repent? Maybe they're, re they're repenting because they're sorry they got caught. 
or they're sorry they have to submit, but their heart is not really rendered. They're really not acknowledging God as king. They're just sad because they've been stopped in whatever they've been doing. So I just want to leave you with that today as we, we, we finish up this chapter. How many of us have repented and then went back to our sin? How many do you see around you who have looked like they repent, but they really don't in their hearts? And there is a difference. So I'm just going to leave you with that today. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you give us the scripture. Lord, you show us that in your mercy, you give us several times to repent. And Lord, you call for total obedience, total repentance, not just a uh, lip saying to look like we are um, conceding to your point. Father, when we're back into a corner, that we don't just say something to get out of the corner. And God, I just ask that you would cause us to see those places in our hearts where we have been backed into a corner and we have said things and then we really didn't mean them. So God, I just ask that you would show us this. And Lord, I thank you for your power. I thank you, Lord, that your name has been great and been known on the earth today. And Lord, I ask that you would help us to be ones who would promote your greatness, that we would represent you here on the earth today, that we would tell of your wondrous works and your saving, loving, merciful nature, but also, Father, that we would not fail to acknowledge that you are a God of judgment, and at some point you will make a judgment. And so, Father, I pray for those out there that if you're working in their lives, if there's something that you're trying to put your finger on in their life, I ask, Lord God, that they would truly have a true heart repentance, Father, that you would be able to do the work in them that you've been so longing to do. So we love you today, Lord, and we bless you, and I bless those who are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia Martin. You can find more about me and what I do at realliferevised.com. Next time, we'll be discussing Exodus chapter 10. Until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence, his peace, his protection, and his purposes. See you next time on Daily Devotion.